Hello, my friends. This is Dan Jones with another quiet talk for you. Remember when you were little and they would ask you what you wanted to be when you grew up? This is a question we all got at some point. The first answer I remember uh, giving to this inquiry was that I wanted to be a fireman. My mother claimed that when I was very small, I wanted to be a garbage collector, but I don't remember that. And since she's no longer here to contradict me, I deny it completely. A few years ago, somebody did a survey of school children asking this question, what do you want to be when you grow up? The number one answer was not a doctor, a soldier, a policeman, or even a garbage collector. Sadly, most of the children said that when they grew up, they wanted to be a celebrity. What a sad commentary on our culture. When I was young, we thought about doing, doing something exciting, something that would affect the world in a positive way, although we certainly would never put it in those words. Even a sanitation worker provides a service that makes the lives of other people better. But nowadays, it seems there isn't an interest in making a contribution to your fellow man. Many kids just want to be famous. I may be reading too much into this, but I don't think so. And it's not just children. If anything in our culture points up this emptiness, it's social media. So many are desperate to be noticed. The greatest thing that can happen is to post something that goes viral, as they say. I find that word ironic considering what we've been through the last two years. But this fixation on notoriety speaks to me of something very important. It's missing in people's lives. The need to know where one fits into this world is built in to the human psyche. God put it there. Everyone wants to know why they were born, what their life is really all about. Part of the problem, I believe, is that in public education today, it is illegal to talk about God and his special creation of human beings. While this may not be stated explicitly, the logical inference from the absence of God in the curriculum is that he doesn't exist. If he did, that fact would be the most important thing for any human being to study. But since he's left out, the student can't be blamed for coming to the conclusion that if there is a God, he doesn't matter. What matters is the material atoms and molecules and how they bump into each other and bring about amazing wonders totally by accident. And if we are accidents, there is really no transcendent significance to our presence here in the cosmos, hence the emptiness in so many lives. We are reduced to random biological entities who are apparently only here to breathe, eat, sleep, and breed. The fact is, rats do all those things. I have no doubt that even if this is the first quiet talk you've ever listened to, you can guess where I'm going. Life is obviously more than existing in a biological sense. We did not arrive here by random chance of molecular activity. Behind our being is design and infinite intelligence. We were created by God. And as I've already said, God put within us a need 
to know why we're here and why we matter. Let me just say it now. Every life matters. You matter. Regardless of how you feel about yourself, regardless of how unhappy your childhood may have been, regardless of what kind of grades you made in school, you matter. Jesus indicated very clearly what life really is. In the prayer he offered to his father shortly before his arrest and execution, he said, And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Notice first that life is not just life. Real life is eternal life. This sad world as it is now is not all there is. There is much more. But first, let's talk about what life is. Life is knowing God. It's not accomplishing certain tasks like finding food or building a shelter. It's certainly not being famous. Life is God, and God is life. And that life is realized through intimate relationship with him. We are here. We exist that we might know God. And like any other relationship, this takes time. The purpose of life is to pursue this knowledge of the God who made us, who made us that we might become one with him. It is so tragic that little children believe at a young age that life is about many people noticing you. Of course, everybody wants to be noticed, in a good way, that is. But as we all know, the public can laud you one day and totally forget you the next. How much better to be known by God. Although the average person on the street has no idea of this, God is constantly seeking us for relationship. In case You need some more info on that. Listen to the quiet talk from a week ago called Seeking the One. But let me just say here that God isn't playing hard to get. He pursues us in love. Many people have trouble believing that when they look at the misery in the world, and especially when they have been personally miserable, for some reason, when we are prospering and enjoying life, we tend not to think much about God. But when things go wrong, all of a sudden we notice him and blame him for our problems. This is exactly what the enemy of our souls wants. He is constantly working to keep us from believing that God loves us and wants us to know joy and fulfillment. Again, Jesus put it best. He said, the thief, that's the devil by the way, comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Now that abundant life he's talking about doesn't necessarily imply that you will never have any trouble in this world. What it means is that in the midst of whatever happens, you will know the meaning of it all. You will know that God loves you with an undying love and that when this difficult earthly life is over, He has prepared an eternity for you without pain, without suffering, without trouble, without death. My friend, are you daily 
cultivating that most important of all relationships? Or is religion, as we call it, just a part-time pursuit? Just maybe an hour on Sunday, that is, if it's convenient. Life is knowing God. His heart is after you. His desire is for you. He wants to spend time with you. I urge you today to realign your priorities if that's what's needed. I pray you'll realize that earthly pursuits, whether it's wealth or seeking to find significance in the world outside of God, those are not why you were born. You were born for God, to know Him and to love Him and to experience His everlasting love. This begins at the cross of Christ where we see most graphically demonstrated the lengths to which God is willing to go to find us, to repair the brokenness of our lives. He is calling you today. Answer that call. Dear precious Heavenly Father, I thank you so much that you gave the best you had to offer, your one and only Son. You sent him into this world to be born of a virgin, to grow up and to make a difference by healing people, preaching the good news, and then by going to the cross, bearing our sin and atoning for it, taking it away, removing it from us as far as the east is from the west, so that there might be no hindrance in our relationship with our Creator. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you love us, that you live now at the right hand of the Father. One day you will come again to receive us unto yourself. Lord, I pray if there's one person listening to me today that doesn't have this wonderful relationship with God through Christ, that they will call out to you. And I know that when they call in the name of Jesus, Jesus will answer. For we are praying in his precious name. Amen. My dear friend, I pray that you have had a good year. A lot of things the last couple of years haven't been so good, but when you're walking with Christ, regardless of what the circumstances are, you can have joy and love and peace in your life, and I pray you've experienced that even more in the year that is coming, 2022, that you will experience this love and joy and peace in Jesus Christ. Pray for us at the Bread of Life Anglican Church, where we meet every Sunday at 10 a.m. at 1809 Union Street in Schenectady at the American Legion Hall. We're seeking to plant an outpost for the gospel there. And so please pray for us. And if you live in the area, if you don't have a church home, we would invite you to visit with us. As always, you may reach me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. May God richly bless you.